Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Your Practice podcast, the podcast where I get to simplify the marketing and the mindset so you, the chiropractor, can increase your income, your impact, and your enjoyment in practice too. Now, for those of you who are watching the video version of this, you'll notice I'm in my new office. In fact, I'm in my new home. We moved in just on the weekend. We've had two nights here. So outside of my office here, the rest of the house looks like a bomb site and probably will for a few days yet as we unpack. And maybe even as you're listening, maybe it sounds a little bit different because of the audio, perhaps bouncing off the walls a little bit different as well. But I'm super excited to be in here. This house has a new vibe all about it too. And moving house um, can be a challenge, but this one here was a load of fun. I'm very excited for this as we set our roots down in this next place as well. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about Instagram, and I'm going to talk and share with you the nine different types of Instagram posts with examples. Did you know there's nine different posts? Most people don't. And if we're not using the entirety of the platform, then we're missing out on a lot of it. I'm going to give you recommendations in terms of what are the best types of posts that you should be creating right now, and then ultimately a weekly recommendation that'll work for you as a busy chiropractor as well. So let's jump into it, okay? This will be a bit of an Instagram deep dive. Might be one that you want to come back to again and again and again. Now, first of all, we're going to talk about the Instagram post. So it's just called an Instagram post as well. There are three different types of these, but let me just overview the Instagram post as well. These Instagram, Instagram posts or feed posts as they're often known, they began as just images. Instagram started as a photograph sharing uh, app as well, and it's since gone on and uh, there's a lot more to it as well. But these feed posts, they appear in your followers' Instagram feed, and they also appear on the home tab or your Instagram grid on your profile as well. Now, there are many people that go to an extraordinary effort to visually design, to design the layout with these, making sure that there's not only a brand feel, but there's kind of alternating in colors. That works um, a lot, particularly if you're in the creative space. I think if I was going along to see a carpet, it never hurts, but is it essential that we have this beautiful kind of, you know, curated type sort of feel in there too? I'm not so certain, but if a brand feel and stuff helps for there as well. Although what I do want you to think about is this Instagram grid. It does act as an extension of your practice. You need to be sharing posts that enable people to discover more about your practice. So this is part of what happens if somebody says, hey, you need to go and see my friend, chiropractor, Tony, I might jump on, have a look at the Instagram app, and I'm going to have a bit of a peek around. Now, what I see there tells me a lot about your brand. It tells me a lot about what I can expect when I come and see you, or if I come and see you. So you need to kind of keep that in mind and think about how can you be sharing a message that'll help to establish a connection between you and I. Now, we'll talk about that a little bit as we go on as well. So this feed post in here is really great for the two types of content we should be creating, connection content and transformation content. Let me just define those words again for you here. Connection content is all about your audience getting to see behind the scenes. It's about building relationships. And transformation content is about helping your audience get at least one step closer to a health result that they're looking for as well. Now, there are three different types of feed post, okay? So the first type of feed post is just an image post, okay? So again, this is where Instagram started. It's wonderful for sharing photographs, but not just photographs. Of course, you can share quotes and other images that you might make over on Canva. But also inside of here, and again, when we're creating these image posts, let's just say that that was a photograph of you checking somebody's posture. One of the nice things I've seen people do is on the actual photograph as well, this is easy to do over in Canva, um, they might make a note there that says, see the caption for descriptions on how to check your family's posture. 
And then we can use the captions section to really add on the photograph. So sometimes what I see chiropractors doing is really ignoring the captions. In fact, in a coming episode, I'm going to share with you exactly how to write really great captions. Okay. So the first type of post or feed post is called an image post. Now, the second type of excuse me, feed post that we can create is a carousel post. Now, an Instagram carousel can be made up of up to 10 different images or videos. Now, if you're a, a user of Instagram, I'm sure you've seen these beforehand. If we swipe to the left, then the images go across. Now, mobile users can view uh, carousel posts by swiping left. Desktop users, if you're looking at Instagram on your desktop, we do this by actually clicking on the image as well. These are really great for sharing transformational uh, posts, posts where we want to actually share a list of information. So perhaps five ways to improve your posture, where you're going through those posture tips on each different um, post there, which again can be an image or it could be a, a, a photograph or a video there as well. Maybe you're going through seven tips for a natural drug-free birth, where you want to break that into each of the seven tips that you want to share there. These are really important when I talk to you a little bit later on about what sort of posts get the most engagement carousel posts are right up there so we want to put some effort into creating these this is something that Lauren and the team at Vital Health do a really great job of and we see a lot of these posts being saved by people in fact we encourage them to save the information so these are carousel posts in essence up to 10 different images or videos that you can put there third post here is video posts so again if we're looking at the three different types of posts there's image posts carousel posts and video posts now these video posts used to be Instagram TV for a while there it got super complex you know in fact there was actually even a separate app for longer videos on Instagram as well and now they've simplified it so if you have a video that you want to upload that's longer than 90 seconds anything less than 90 seconds I'm going to encourage you to upload as a reel we'll talk about reels a little bit later on but anything longer than that in fact up to 10 minutes and some accounts my account for instance I can upload videos up to 60 minutes and more and more, whether it's just a testing thing that's happened or some people talk about being verified, um, check it on yours, but you can upload up to 60 minutes on many accounts as well. So I upload these whole podcasts, many of which are, um, are up to 60 minutes long. So sharing longer form videos is a great thing for you to be doing every now and then. The Instagram platform is not set up for long videos. It's set up for short content, mostly kind of up to that 90 seconds. So when you do share a longer video, just be aware there's not going to be a lot of watching and a lot of engagement. I noticed that with my longer podcast episodes, but there will be some people, particularly the people that are your true fans, will really want to deeper engage with you. This is a game. In fact, I'm going to take a step back. I should have actually said this to you at the beginning there too. The purpose of understanding all of these different sorts of posts, the nine posts, is to help build enough trust, to help get enough people knowing you, liking you and trusting you so they feel confident making an appointment. This is what Google referred to as the zero moment of truth when somebody goes from a stranger to feeling, in our case, confident about making that buying decision or purchasing decision. And so those longer videos, the more when people already know and like you a little bit, they'll watch the longer videos. But if I have no idea who you are, I'm probably not going to sit through a 10 minute video unless it's really, really captured my attention. So video posts, you can post longer videos anywhere up to 60 minutes. And if you want to do that, make sure you upload it as a post and upload the video through there. 
The fourth type of Instagram post we're going to talk about or that we're going to use is called an Instagram story. Okay, now Instagram stories can be a photograph or a video. They appear at the top of the feed. So right at the very top there, there's little circles that run across the top there. Now people share and they consume content differently in stories than they do in the feed. Now stories very much are an immersive uh, full screen experience. So of course, when we're shooting stories, we want to make sure that we have our camera upright in what's referred to as portrait mode as well. When you've shared a story, then on your profile picture, a little colorful ring will appear around the outside to let people know that you have a story. Now, as of the middle of last year, 2022, stories can now be uploaded in 60 second segments. They used to be 15 second segments. Now, there's no limit to the number of 60 second segments that you can have, but anything longer than that, and it will be broken down. Stories are a really great way for you to share um, unfiltered moments behind the scenes, give quick updates, maybe offer um, a special. Maybe you're saying, hey, listen, we've got two appointments available this afternoon with our massage therapist. They're great for letting people know maybe changes that are happening. I like to see stories and encourage you to use stories, particularly for the connection content, okay? Now, stories also have a lot of built-in features um, that allow them uh, things for you to do to increase engagement and for them to be fun to use. You can ask questions on there. You can take polls. You can create quizzes. There are fun stickers to add on there. You can also share content from other people's Instagram feeds to your stories as well. You can share reviews. You can ask for feedback. So think about your stories mostly as sharing behind the scene content. Now, remember, stories disappear within 24 hours. So there's an element of urgency. I think that's one of the things that we like about a story is the element of urgency is there because it disappears. That is, unless, let's get on to post type number five, and that is a story highlight. Now, because stories disappear after 24 hours, you can create a story highlight on your profile, and that means that you can keep these specific stories permanently accessible, okay? Now, story highlights are also a really fantastic way for you to organize your stories into topics that helps your community better get to know your practice. So, for instance, at our vital health practice, Lauren and the team there have broken down their stories into kids in Cairo, or what we call vital health kids. Um, our team, resources, you could, if you're allowed in your part of the world, have testimonials on there and health tips. Now, when somebody's coming along to your practice, this quickly organizes information. If they went to a website, they could click on the menu and they could find this information out. But we don't have this on Instagram. But these story highlights in many ways can fill that gap so they can get to that um, uh, consumable information they might want to see, they want to make a better decision. More about your team, who are you behind the scenes, who do you see, specific things that you help with. These can be all organized into story highlights. Okay, so that's uh, number five. Number six is what's referred to as an Instagram guide. Now, I've got to admit, I don't know a lot about Instagram guides. I've never used one. And I've done a lot of looking around over the last 12 months to find if other people use them. And very, very few people do. And so it wouldn't surprise me at some stage if they don't disappear or if they're not rebranded in some way. But in essence, if we think about um, a story highlight is capturing information from Instagram stories and keeping it forever. An Instagram guide is capturing information, both visuals and text from the feed. Okay, so each guide is a curated collection of existing Instagram posts, but we can go a little bit deeper, okay, with descriptions and commentary. Now, in many ways, these guides are almost like blog posts that are embedded into Instagram as well. So 
the guides give you more space for you to write stuff and again allow you to organize information. There are three different types of guides. There are places, products and posts. The sort of ideas that you could use for guides, you could compile a list of tips. You could gather posts under a theme, perhaps headaches, kids, mums, athletes, pregnancy, these type of things there too. Or again, you could curate information that shares behind the scenes. So these are Instagram guides. My encouragement at this stage wouldn't be that you spend an enormous amount of time putting guides together because most consumers on Instagram don't know about them and aren't using them, okay? So if you put a lot of effort into it and nobody's using it, that might be seen as a waste of time, okay? So on to number seven. Number seven is live videos. Okay, now live videos appear at the top of your feed and your profile. When you share a live video, your profile picture will appear at the top of other followers' feeds, again, with that colorful ring around it, and the word live up there. I'm sure you've seen this. And the notification that comes around from people who you're following who might have a live video, it pops up that says, for instance, Angus Pike is now sharing a live video. Instagram will invite people along to your live video. Now, live videos are available and viewable for 24 hours, but again, you can actually save them. So if you want to share a replay of your live video, you need to shap you need to shap. You need to tap share video on the screen after you've ended your live broadcast. Okay. And this will mean that that live broadcast will hang around forever. Some things to keep in mind, though, if you are going to keep that broadcast around forever, the live broadcast replay won't include any of the likes or comments that happened along the way. And the number of viewers, if you had lots of people viewing it, restarts when there's actually a replay of it as well. Now, live video is one of those things that has really high engagement rate. We love live video because there's something very real about it as well. But here's some tips to help you get more people to your live video. And the first is promote your live video in advance. So you want to let people know, hey, we go live at Wednesdays at 8 p.m. When there's a consistency around it, like any television type sort of show, that'll help people know when they need to show up. When I'm doing a live video or a series of live videos, one of the things that I will do is I'll send an email out to all my list to let them know, hey, listen, I'm going live right now. Jump on over. And some people who happen to perhaps be on their email at that stage or whichever way I'm broadcasting the message out will pop on and they'll watch the live video. So make sure that you have reminders going out, maybe even countdowns going out. And so maybe you're doing Instagram stories or posts, letting people know that you're going live Wednesday at eight o'clock, for instance, okay? Of course, go live when your audience is most active. So I've got a wonderful chiropractor who I uh, work with, Rob, who goes live each, I think it's a Wednesday morning, but he does it at 7 a.m. when he gets into the practice. Now, he knows that not a lot of his patients are on there at that time, and he doesn't necessarily get a lot of his views happening live. But again, because the video is, and he does this through Facebook, because the video survives uh, and lives on his feed forever thereafter, so lots of people that watch the replay Always have a clear content plan. Just because it's live doesn't mean that you should be disorganized. You want to have some notes in front of you, knowing what you're covering, um, and knowing what you're going to be going through. Live video is built for interaction with your audience. So I don't have the opportunity to interact with you here if I'm asking you a question. I'm expecting it, perhaps you to answer it inside your mind. But if I'm on a live video, I want interaction. Um, I, I, I want to ask you. I want to acknowledge you. I want to hear what your response is. The other thing that you'll need to do in a live video is you'll need to continually reintroduce your topic because people will be jumping in and out at different stages. At the beginning of any video you do, there's an introduction. In today's video, we're talking about this, same way I did at this podcast. But you start this podcast at the beginning. 
if somebody's coming in halfway through, then perhaps you want to be regularly. Hey, for those of you that are just joining, we're talking about posture today, particularly posture in our kids and the challenges of them dealing with their digital devices and how they can use these devices in a way that's not uh, as harmful for their brain and their spine. And you want to kind of continually reintroduce that as you're going forwards, okay? So that's number seven, okay, is live videos. Number eight, perhaps the one that you've been waiting for is Instagram Reels. Now, as of July 2022, all videos on Instagram are kind of now Reels. So you can't, there used to be an option there for you to just upload a video and then upload it as a Reel. But as I said, any think that's longer than this, I'm going to try and communicate this in a simple way. Any video that's less than 90 seconds is going to be a reel. Any video that you have that's longer than 90 seconds, you just upload as a post and then it will go in that section as well. Okay. Now, uh, this change is all really about simplifying it. Okay. Now, again, I want to remind you that Instagram reels do not have to be out singing and dancing and miming and the latest trends on there at all. They're just another opportunity for you to share helpful information, transformation video or information that lets people better get to know you. Okay. Now there are certain things. Do some trending videos, are they more likely to go viral? Yes. Do you want to go viral? Not necessarily. Okay. We've had several videos get in the millions of views and it's made no difference to our practice at all because we don't have millions of people in our surrounding area. Okay. We're very happy to get one and 2,000 views. We were very happy to be engaging with our local community, which is only sort of 10 or 15,000 people or so. Content ideas for um, live videos, show and adjustment, okay? Show before, after, posture, range of motion, scans. What are the things that show before and after or change before and after your adjustment? Share tips, testimonials, if you're allowed to. Answer frequently asked questions, show products, share behind the scenes. These are all examples of great things that you could do uh, with your Instagram reels. Okay, number nine, the final type of Instagram post is a pinned post. And in this way too, it's not really a new post, but it's a feature on there. What we can do as users of Instagram is we can pin up to three posts at the top of our profile. Now, in order to do this, <clears throat> go to any post, whether it be video and or um, uh, an image post, carousel, you name it there too. Click the three dots up the top right-hand corner and a menu will pop down. And then all you'll need to do with there is to choose pin the post to profile. Okay. Now with pinning, what you want to do is you obviously want to choose your best content. What is the content that's going to show you in the brightest way that's going to accurately reflect, reflect your brand, your practice, maybe the post that's got the most interaction as well. So look back over perhaps the last 12 months, find out what your best performing content is, and then pin that up to the top. Okay. So that's the nine different posts. Let me briefly go back over those again and tell you what they are. There are feed posts. There are three different types of those. There's an image post, there's a carousel post, and there are video posts as well. We've got Instagram stories, we've got Instagram highlights and Instagram guides. Okay. And then we've got live Instagram live videos. Then we've got Instagram reels. And then finally, we've got pinned posts. Now, maybe the question that you're asking yourself now is Angus, which sort of post should I be using? And perhaps somebody's told you that you should be just making reels all the time. Now, that's kind of the truth, but it's not the entire picture, okay? So if we want to understand what sort of posts we should be using, then there's two terms we need to understand, okay? We need to understand engagement and reach. Now, engagement rate measures the amount of interaction that social media earns relative to followers, okay? There's a couple of different ways that we could look at this. But in essence, what we want to think about is how many people are stopping and interacting with your content. Now, interaction is things like turning the sound up, 
it's uh, hitting like, it's commenting, it's sharing it. It's some way stopping and engaging with the content. Now, Instagram really loves engagement because it's telling them that your content is valuable and somebody's not randomly just scrolling through. There's also research that Meta has done that shows that when people are engaging with content, that social media is more healthy for them, that when people are randomly scrolling through it, that's more likely to cause emotional and mental health issues as opposed to people engaging and building community. Now, the average engagement for all Instagram posts is 0.82%. Okay, so what that means is less than one out of 100 people is going to stop and interact with your content at any stage. That's across everywhere, okay? Now, Instagram photo posts is a little bit below that, 0.81%, okay? Video posts, 0.61%. So perhaps people are telling you, Angus, you should be, uh, or, or people are saying you should be creating videos. And yes, it's true when I tell you the second part of this. But videos don't necessarily get a lot of engagement. The sort of posts that get the best engagement are Instagram carousels. Now, remember those carousel posts can be up to 10 images or videos. They share a story. There's something um, uh, quite, once you get somebody kind of scrolling through and reading through that, there's something quite magnetic about an Instagram carousel. So we want to, if we're wanting to improve our engagement, the stickiness is that we want to be creating Instagram carousel posts. Okay, now remember, these are great for sharing tips, um, stories behind the scenes as well. So, you know, five ways to improve your posture on each of those either videos or uh, images, we start to share one of those five tips. Now, the second thing when we're asking ourselves the question, what sort of post should we be sharing, is that we want to answer the question or understand reach. Now, what reach helps us do is it helps us to reach new people. So Instagram reach is the total number of unique users who've seen your Instagram content. Okay, So put another way, Instagram reach is the number of people who have viewed your post or your stories or any of those type of things. Now, the interesting thing is when it comes to reach right now, then Reels is in another world than everything else. Like it's a thousand percent better. I'm continually looking at my uh, stats each and every month. And the reach that my uh, Instagram reels get is significantly beyond anything else. So to reach new people, to build your audience and even reach all of the people that are following with you, then Instagram Reels are a powerful tool for you to be using. Now, to continue to engage with them and to deepen that relationship, then carousels are the things that you should be using. So as I was preparing for this, I was looking through to see what does Instagram recommend? Now, this is their words exactly. They're saying utilizing all of the available posts will mean that you're increasing the chances of getting your content discovered in the app. In essence, what Instagram is telling us to do is it's telling us to use a little bit of everything. Okay, so you want to be using as many of the tools and resources that you can, but perhaps you want to be focusing on carousels and Instagram reels. Now, I would recommend for most busy chiropractors that a minimum of posting three times a week. Now, when you've shown that you've got a back catalog of being able to pull that off over the next 90 days, then you can go to four and five and perhaps eventually daily. But quantity is, first of all, we have to have quality. So once you've got quality sorted, then you can go to a quantity of quality. So look at posting at least one reel a week minimum, okay? Maybe a couple of image posts, carousels would be best each week. And then maybe some stories, two or three stories each week. These are very easy behind the scenes. Now, if you're feeling brave and fancy, then every now and then, then think about a live video as well.
Folks, that's a bit of an Instagram 101. We've talked about the nine different types of Instagram posts. We've talked about some recommendations for what's best to, to use. And again, carousels and reels is where your energy needs to be. But be sure to be using things like Instagram stories to be sharing some of the behind the scenes. Now, in our next episode, I'm going to be diving a little bit deeper into how do we write captions that actually add to our posts? How do we write captions that build relationships and have people moving through that know, like and trust? Folks, that's it from me. As always, thank you for all that you do. Your community desperately needs you to understand this so you can reach out and inspire them and lead them into a healthier, happier world. Till next time, see you next week. Bye. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out my Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work with you to help you apply it, implement it, and systemize it. The Community Influencer Group Coaching Program is designed to help you increase your practice income, impact, and enjoyment. Join me over at anguspike.com forward slash join. That's anguspike.com forward slash join. Join. I'd love to see you there.